Hi there, Tyler. Hope you're finding some cozy moments in Noe Valley today. Yeah, with a high of 56 and a low of 52 degrees, plus that light rain expected throughout the day, it sounds like a perfect setting to catch up on the latest news. Absolutely, and we've got some interesting stories to share with you. First up, meet Dilly, a new AI platform founded by Stephanie Song and her former Coinbase colleagues. They're on a mission to revolutionize investment due diligence for private equity and venture capital firms. With $3.6 million in funding, Dilly is using GenAI technology to streamline investor workflows. But as they navigate the complex world of AI accuracy and biases, can Dilly become the go-to solution for investor due diligence? I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Welcome to the Daily Bite from PocketPod News. Over in Europe, TikTok's under the microscope as the EU investigates its compliance with the Digital Services Act. The focus? Protecting minors, ad transparency, and data access for researchers. With potential penalties hitting up to 6% of global annual turnover, TikTok's adherence to these regulations could have significant implications for its operations in Europe. Meanwhile, Mumbai recently played host to over 150 investors at Lightspeed India Partners' Liftoff Summit, signaling a funding rebound for India's startups amid challenges faced by giants like Baiju's and Paytm. As Indian startups navigate post-downturn realities and an evolving investment landscape, it's clear that the ecosystem remains vibrant with opportunity. This message is brought to you by PocketPod, revolutionizing the podcast experience with the power of generative AI. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to content that listens to you, tailored to your interests, schedule, and style preferences. With PocketPod, every episode feels like it's made just for you, transforming how you experience podcasts. Ready for a personalized listening journey? Visit PocketPod.app today to join the waitlist. The world of venture capital and private equity is seeing a new player aiming to revolutionize the way firms approach investment, due diligence, and portfolio management. Right, it's called Dealey, founded by Stephanie Song, Brian Fernandez, and Anand Chaturvedi. This platform utilizes AI technology to automate some of the most time-consuming tasks in the investment process. And with $3.6 million in venture funding under its belt, Dilly's leveraging tools like OpenAI's ChatGPT to streamline workflows and ultimately improve decision-making for funds. But with all tech advancements, there are challenges too, especially around accuracy and bias. Absolutely. And to dive deeper into how Dilly aims to tackle these challenges while reshaping due diligence in private equity and VC spaces, we'll be speaking with PocketPod News business and finance correspondent Scott Dwyer. Thanks, Steve. Dealey represents a significant leap forward in how private equity and venture capital firms handle the crucial steps of investment due diligence and portfolio management. Founded by Stephanie Song, Brian Fernandez, and Anand Chaturvedi, Dealey emerged from the Y Combinator Startup Accelerator with a clear mission to automate and enhance the efficiency of these processes using artificial intelligence. With $3.6 million in venture funding already secured, Dilly is positioned at the forefront of integrating AI into investment workflows. Interesting. Can you elaborate on how Dilly utilizes AI in its operations? Certainly. At its core, Dilly applies artificial intelligence to streamline tasks that have traditionally been time-consuming and prone to human error. This includes parsing vast databases of private company data, managing due diligence request lists, and providing comprehensive industry benchmarking. By leveraging large language models similar to OpenAI's ChatGPT, 
Dealey is able to automate these tasks efficiently. What's more, Gartner predicts that by 2025, over 75% of VC and early-stage investor executive reviews will be informed using AI technologies. That certainly sounds like a game-changer for the industry, but what specific technology underpins Dilly's platform? The technology behind Dilly is particularly fascinating because it combines custom indexing and retrieval pipelines with Gen AI capabilities. This allows the platform to catalog a fund's historical financial data and investment decisions effectively. By parsing financial metrics from unstructured documents automatically, Dilly not only improves efficiency but also aims to enhance decision-making by providing high-quality context for its AI models. With such advancements come challenges as well, right? What are some concerns related to using AI in this context? Absolutely, Steve. Despite its potential benefits, integrating AI into due diligence work raises several concerns regarding accuracy, biases, privacy issues, among others. For example, Fast Company found inaccuracies in summarizing articles using ChatGPT, while Harvard Business Review highlighted biases in startup investment recommendations made by algorithms. Moreover, a survey by Bloomberg Law revealed a reluctance among 30% of deal lawyers to use current AI technology due to confidentiality concerns. How does Dilly plan to overcome these challenges moving forward? Uh, addressing these challenges is at the top of Dilly's agenda as it advances its technology suite. The team is focused on fine-tuning its models to reduce errors and improve overall accuracy while offering funds the ability to create their own models trained on proprietary datasets. This could potentially mitigate biases present in generic models. Furthermore, with an initial pilot that involved 400 analysts across various funds last year before expanding its team and capabilities indicates their commitment towards becoming an end-to-end -end solution for investor portfolio management beyond just due diligence. It certainly seems like Dilly has ambitious plans for reshaping investment strategies with AI at their core. Definitely, Steve. While there are undeniable challenges ahead concerning accuracy and biases within AI technologies used for financial due diligence processes, if successfully navigated through constant model improvements and expansions into new applications, Dilly stands as a promising contender aiming at unlocking untapped potential in private market data for competitive advantages in investments. That was PocketPod News business and finance correspondent Scott Dwyer, Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Steve. A major investigation is underway across the pond, and it's putting one of the world's most popular social media platforms, TikTok, under the microscope. That's right. The European Union has formally opened a probe into whether TikTok is falling in line with its new Digital Services Act. They're zeroing in on how TikTok handles everything from protecting young users to how transparent it is about advertising and even the design of its platform that could be too addictive. And if they find any breaches, we're talking potential penalties up to 6% of TikTok's global annual turnover. That's no small change. For more on this story, we'll be joined by PocketPod News national political correspondent Don Gallup. Absolutely, Jonathan. The stakes are indeed high for TikTok, with the European Union formally investigating the social media giant under the Digital Services Act, or DSA. We're seeing a concerted effort to tighten the reins on online platforms, especially those with significant influence over young audiences. So what specifically triggered this investigation? 
The EU's concerns center around several key areas, protecting minors from harmful content, ensuring advertising transparency, enhancing data access for researchers, and managing risks related to addictive design and harmful content. This investigation was set in motion after months of gathering information on TikTok's operations and its adherence to these critical safety measures. Sounds like a comprehensive probe. What can you tell us about the Digital Services Act that TikTok's being measured against? The DSA is essentially the EU's playbook for regulating digital platforms. It's designed to ensure a safer digital space where users' rights are protected and businesses have clear obligations. For TikTok, this means demonstrating robust mechanisms for protecting menors, clear advertising practices, reliable data sharing with researchers, and effective risk management strategies against addictive or harmful content. And there were already some red flags regarding TikTok's content governance? Indeed, even before the DSA came into full force for larger platforms, TikTok had been under scrutiny for how it managed content governance and safety measures. This includes past investigations by regional consumer protection authorities into complaints about child safety and privacy. In response to these concerns, TikTok announced operational changes back in June 2022 aimed at addressing these issues. You mentioned systemic risks related to platform design and algorithms. Could you delve a bit deeper into that? Sure thing. One of the investigation's focal points is assessing how TikTok's design might encourage behavioral addictions or expose minors to inappropriate content despite age verification tools. The EU wants to see if TikTok has implemented effective measures that align with DSA obligations concerning privacy and security for minors, among other things. What have EU commissioners said about this investigation? Margrethe Vestager has emphasized online user safety in Europe as a core concern, while Thierry Breton pointed out that protecting minors online is a top priority under the DSA. Their statements underline a strong commitment from the EU to enforce regulations that safeguard users' well-being on platforms like TikTok. And if breaches are found? The DSA provides enforcers with various tools such as interim measures or accepting commitments from platforms like TikTok aimed at addressing identified issues swiftly. It's worth noting this is not TikTok's problem alone. It marks a broader strategy by the EU to ensure digital platform accountability across all services operating within its jurisdiction. To wrap up then, what does this mean moving forward? This investigation sends a clear message about the importance of digital platform accountability in today's society. How TikTok responds will be closely watched not just by regulators, but also by users concerned about their digital rights and safety online. It underscores an ongoing dialogue between technology companies and regulatory bodies on balancing innovation with user protection. That was PocketPod News. National political correspondent Don Gallup, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. The Indian startup ecosystem is buzzing with activity, but not without its fair share of hurdles. Indeed. From Lightspeed India Partners' liftoff summit in Mumbai to the valuation challenges faced by giants like Baiju's and Paytm, there's a lot to unpack. With over $20 billion in dry powder, are Indian VCs over fundraising? And how is the global AI race impacting India's tech scene? These are just some of the questions we're asking today. And let's not forget the early stage investment trends that continue to thrive despite these challenges. It seems there's still plenty of optimism and opportunities for bold investors and innovators. Sovereign funds stepping in with patient capital could be a game changer for late stage startups. Adds another layer to this complex ecosystem. PocketPod News business correspondent Leah Haynes has been closely following these developments. Leah, the Indian startup scene seems to be at a critical juncture. 
What are your insights on these dynamics? Absolutely, Jonathan. The Indian startup ecosystem is indeed navigating through a pivotal phase. Let's start with the Lightspeed India Partners Lift Off Summit held at Mumbai's Trident Oberoi Hotel. This event, following its previous year's success, gathered over 150 investors. The aim to facilitate partnerships and investments within the Indian startup ecosystem. It's a clear indication of the vibrant activity still present in India, despite some of the challenges we're observing. Speaking of challenges, Baiju's and Paytm have been in the news for not-so-positive reasons. Can you delve into what's happening there? Certainly. Baiju's and Paytm represent some of the struggles faced by late-stage startups in India. Baiju's is seeking new capital through a rights issue, but faces a potential 99% reduction from its once $22 billion valuation. Meanwhile, Paytm went public at $20 billion, but now sees its market cap just below $3 billion amid regulatory issues. These cases reflect broader concerns around maintaining high valuations amidst market volatility and regulatory scrutiny. There seems to be skepticism around Indian VCs as well concerning over-fundraising. What can you tell us about that? Yes, that's another pressing concern. Indian venture capitalists have raised a record $20 billion in dry powder, sparking debates on whether there's more capital than viable deployment opportunities, especially when compared to the $33 billion invested in 2021 versus only $9 billion so far in 2023. This gap indicates not just caution, but also a recalibration of investment strategies amidst market shifts. And how is India faring on the global AI front? India is trailing behind Western hubs in foundational AI research and infrastructure innovation, with most opportunities existing at the application layer for consumer and enterprise solutions rather than core technical infrastructure innovation. Lightspeed pointed out that technical talent concentration in Silicon Valley remains unparalleled, signaling an area where India could further leverage its engineering talent pool. With these challenges at later stages, how are sovereign funds making a difference? Um, Patient capital from sovereign funds has emerged as a crucial support system for late-stage startups facing funding hurdles. These funds offer long-term investment perspectives that align well with growth companies focusing on sustainable unit economics, a trend that has gained significant momentum over the past three years. Despite these late-stage hurdles, it sounds like early-stage investments are still going strong. Indeed, Jonathan. Despite later stage uncertainties, early stage investment activity remains vibrant with firms like Peak 15, Lightspeed, Elevation Axel, and Nexus Venture Partners signing over a dozen deals in January alone. This demonstrates continued faith in India's startup potential and its ability to attract skilled talent willing to make bold bets amidst market uncertainties. Leah Haynes providing us with comprehensive insights into the evolutions within the Indian startup ecosystem highlighting both challenges and opportunities amidst funding dynamics and global market conditions. Always glad to share these developments with you and your listeners. And that's The Daily Bite for Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening, Tyler. We hope you have a good day, and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to PocketPod DAP.